we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravoed podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Armin. Armin, it's so good to have you back. I feel like the last two podcasts I did with Matthew, right? You forgot already. Am I, am I not special enough? Is, is Matthew not special enough? You can't tell the difference between the two of us? I really can't anymore. I don't know. I mean, the days and like the podcast blend together. So it's like, did I last podcast with Armin? Or was it with the guest host? I can't remember. But now we're back in action. Who gives hotter takes? Uh, me or uh, you Matthew? You do, for sure. Really? You do, for sure. Yeah. Because Matthew, uh, Matthew and I usually are on the same page, for the most part. Yeah, I heard you, you guys agreeing about how much you loved Tinsley and that Tinsley deserved all the credit for bringing in Leah. Which is inaccurate, and- by the way. That's why I need to be on the pod sometimes, because Bethany actually brought in Leah. Hey, also, Leah's being stiffed, if you haven't heard that news, for season two. Evidently, she only made, uh, I think it was 3000 per episode, so she made like 60000 for the first season of Housewives, and they're trying to make that the same contract for next season, and she's like, uh-huh, no, I elevate the shit. Yeah. Anymore. Pay her so more. So she's in a standoff a right now. I know. But this isn't, a, this isn't a New York podcast. This is Beverly Hills. <sighs> we are very late on Beverly Hills. You know, when they take a while to give it to us... <laughs> It takes us a while to process it and give it back to you guys. So that's why this is a, a delayed Beverly Hills podcast. And to be fair, being fashionably late is the thing in Beverly Hills. It truly is. You know, give it, give or take a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I'm kind of happy we're doing this later because there's something that I want to talk about that is very timely in the news that actually goes with this episode um, that who would have thought? I mean, a lot of people would have thought, but going to get into it um okay well this is the reunion if you guys aren't watching this is episode two of the reunion part two there's three parts um and while the first part got us like kind of excited we're like this is a really good reunion i'm gonna be real like this kind of like was good but still kind of like a lull for me it was a snooze fest that's why i had to text you and be like wait what happened again what happened (laughs) because honestly all i can remember were like moments from like the first episode and then I was like, and then I was thinking of stuff that in this episode, and I was like, wait, which one was it? It really hasn't stood out to me. And I watched this episode twice. You did. I did. Okay, I, I watched, watched it, it like, once. It wasn't worth oh. a rewatch for me. And no, it wasn't. I I think I rewatched it for some reason. I can't even because it was on or something like that. I can't, I can't even remember. But both times, <sighs> snooze fest. I'm sorry. I have to be with you on this one, Armin. It wasn't. It wasn't really doing it for me. I know we talk about this all the time, but we need to shake up. Well, we do know for the next season, Denise is gone officially. Right. Um, uh, rumor is that Teddy is leaving, and I think that might, rumor might be more so true after the news we heard today, which we'll get into. And you then, texted um, me about this, and I don't know what this is. Oh, So wow. you need to tell me. Like, You need I to will. give me the full rundown. Well, we'll get into it when we, have to, when we talk about Garcelle versus Rena in this reunion. But Garcelle is coming back officially. Yes. Okay, so that's good. Th- that's good news. That's good news. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Teddy but needed yeah, no, to go. She was boring. Yeah, well, she hasn't officially been ousted yet, but like that's the rumor. And then, of course, we know Denise is gone. 
uh, that bombshell dropped. Saw Not that really coming. A bombshell, kind of. Yeah, we talk <laughs> about that more on the Patreon. We do. Um, okay, but let's get into this episode. The first fight, I'm going to break it up into three fights, which are Kyle versus Dorit. And then we have mm-hmm. Garcelle versus Rena with Teddy. And then we have Denise versus Andy, which is what I'm going to call mm-hmm. the last one because it kind of felt like that. Uh, so let's start with the first one, which is Kyle versus Dorit. This drama, I feel like Dorit is really trying to finally break away from Kyle. And I feel like this fraction in their relationship and the fact that they haven't spoken to each other since they stopped filming since quarantine is really telling of where I think the show is going to go moving forward. I think we have seen the end of Kyle and Dorit's friendship because it's getting to be over petty things. Like, mm-hmm. like, like the, the comments that Dorit made about Kyle's fashion show were completely valid because Kyle has no idea what was in her own collection. She, her collection was like a collaboration and she was, she was literally figuring out stuff the day of the fashion show. That's what Dorit was commenting on. For Kyle to come back and be like, well, like, I could say the same things about your fashion. It'd be very easy to do. Like, <laughs> bitch, please. That's the real Kyle, by the way. That is 100% the real Kyle. That's the real Kyle. That's the real Kyle that's been mostly dormant for five, six seasons now. But I always hearken back to season one, season two, Kyle, because I feel like that is the true, authentic Kyle. But she saw how she came off on TV and she didn't yes. want that reputation as a mean girl. Well, girl, if the shoe fits. She really fits that mean girl bully trope from high school movies. The mean girl trope. Like, if you're not part of her clique, she hates you. And if you're not, like, it's, it's better to be in the plastics hating yourself than not be in the plastics at all. As they said in Mean Girls, literally. It's like, they're literally, if you do one thing against her, she's going to come for your head. The way she does it, it's so cutthroat. Like, that comment to me really exemplifies it, where she's like, listen, I could have said stuff about Beverly Beach, and it would be really easy to do. That is way nastier than anything Dorit said. Honestly, Dorit was just making funny observations. And that's fair. Like, we we all rib each other as friends. I feel like the closer you are to a person, the more likely you are to rib them. I actually was was on a uh, Zoom birthday roast last night, Eddie. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that concept. People were saying some of the meanest shit I've ever heard, but it was all out of love. And it's all based on observations. But then you obviously, you get hyperbolic with it. You poke fun a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's all out of love. And you don't think any less of the person. It's just like, okay, this is a fun, quirky idiosyncrasy of yours. And let's just play around with it. Dorit was doing the same thing to Kyle. There was no malicious intent. Yeah. And it was genuinely funny, but Kyle cannot take criticism. Never, ever. No. Not even playful criticism. Not even when, yeah, not even when those are your hands, ma'am. Those are your hands. Um, and you know yeah. what's great is that Dorit, on the other hand, is willing to laugh at herself. Like when Kyle does impersonations, and they showed it on this reunion, right? Like when Kyle did a, an impersonation of Dorit and her fashion shoots, um, Dorit laughs it off. Yeah. Because guess what? Kyle is actually great at impressions. She's very good at impressions. Especially the physical comedy of it. So good. I mean, you can tell she's an actress. It's like, oh, she's done this before. Yeah, she could be really funny with that stuff. And nobody takes it personally. Even Teddy took the walking thing well last year. 
But no, you can't make fun of Kyle. You can't say anything bad about Kyle. So I think it's going to be a great rift for next year. I, if they stay on the show. I mean, I agree. I think that is where the show is like completely going. I thought it was going to be Denise versus Rena, But now that we know that Denise is gone, I really feel like it's going to be Kyle versus Dorit. With Dorit hopefully taking the crown. Oh, yeah. I used to knock Dorit, but now I'm like, you know, girls got it. I, I, I got to respect the game. Game respect game. That's yeah. all I got to say. She's really oh, wow. stepped up her game. That's the thing. Let's talk about um, Garcelle versus Rena with Teddy mm-hmm. um, is what we're calling this. Um, but before I do, uh, before I even get to the Teddy stuff. Oh, no, Alexa, I'm not trying to talk to you. <laughs> this always happens. Like, oh, no. Shout out. I don't know why. Hey, Alexa. Damn thing. And like, why? Why it always talks to me? Why are you listening? Alexa I likes the, the podcast. Social- I, you know, who doesn't these days? I watched The Social <laughs> Dilemma on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched it, watch it. It's, like, very telling of the dark world of the internet. Um, okay, back to what I was saying. Speaking of the dark world of the internet, Lisa Renna is on Mass Singer, 100%. Oh, she you know? is? Okay, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, if I tweeted it, if I put it in an Instagram, what happened. But, like, I saw back when they, like, first released the promo that there was going to be a next season, they had all these, like, little clues on, like, a poster or whatever. And I saw Melrose Place sign. And I was like, oh, my God, Lisa Renna. That's Lisa Renna. Like, just out of the blue. Like, I knew. Because, uh, obviously, she was on Melrose Place. And I was like, who else could it be? It's not, like, you know, Heather Locklear. But... This episode, they had, like, an episode, like, a preview episode where they showed, like, what, who, like, the first, like, cuts of the looks. And there's lips. And the clue Mm. was, if you want to know who I am, I own everything I do. Oh, that's obvious. My voice can go high, but my dishes go deep. And I was like, it's Rinna. It's got to be Rinna. That's too Uh, obvious, though. I know, right? So if y'all are going to be watching The Masked Singer, which I highly suggest because it's a fantastic show, Lisa Rinna is going to be on it this season. I'm almost positive. They may try to bring a housewife in every year now. They had Candy last year. Candy won, uh, by the way. Candy won well, last year. Well, not shocked. She's a great singer. Yeah, it was. she was the night angel. That was her know. day job. That was her day job before yeah. Housewives became her day job. She had a cameo on this preview episode where she like, gave advice to winning the trophy. And I was like, mm, Candy. It's <laughs> yeah, so good. Be an excellent singer and then you'll yeah. win. Is that the premise of the show that you have to be a good singer or does does that not yeah, matter? Yeah, so like, yeah, so that's like the goal is like the best singers move forward. So okay. like everyone votes on who they, who their favorite singer is. And so once like the worst singer of every episode gets unmasked. Okay. So the final person to be unmasked is the winner of the masked singer, the best singer. And there's some shocking if people. If this was you the masked dancer, guess. I think Rena would have a chance. I don't know if she's a good singer at all. I don't know oh, if she has the singing not? chops. She was on that singing show. Um, she was? Yeah, where it was like sing your face off, I think it was, or something, or it was called this something. I can't remember what it was, but basically they had to dress up as like characters and sing their songs. And she was Katy Perry. She was Justin Bieber. I literally posted uh, this video that she actually regrammed from us on Instagram. She reposted the video of her dancing as Justin Bieber and retweeted it. Oh, on Hot and Bravo? Yes. I think I remember this now. Yeah. She is a good singer. Well, she can sing. She okay. was also in Chicago. So Hello? the masked was- concept is just a gimmick. It doesn't matter if you can guess who they are. I mean, it does. It does. Okay. So if you can guess who they are, they get no, kicked it out? No, it doesn't matter. So it's a, singing, just- it's a singing competition for celebrities. Exactly. And then you don't find out who the celebrity is until they get out. So it's more so like... So it's yeah. a gimmick. Okay. It's a gimmick. But it's so good. <laughs> 
everyone should go watch The Masked Singer. Okay, back to back to what. Renee Remember when called. LVP was on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, and she like whatever. She bowed out. She fainted. She was, little, she was the worst. She quote unquote it. fainted. Over it. Yeah, <laughs> Kim Zolciak almost died, and she still came back on Dancing with the Stars. In case you forgot, I think she had like a stroke and came back. Rena should do Dancing with the Stars. Rena's done Dancing with oh, the Stars. Oh, she's done she it? it. She did it before she was oh a housewife. Also. Dance with the stars is great. This See, I don't have I that. don't have great uh, competition reality TV show knowledge. You have that. You because you watch the challenge and all those shows. I used to watch Real World Road Rules back in the day. That was the, the peak. Day. CJ or what was his name? CT. CT. Derek. He's still on. They're I know all on. those guys. It's their They're still it's their careers it. to be on this. Yeah, show. their their career is the challenge. Johnny Bananas. Oh like. my gosh! Yeah, Johnny Bananas. He's like the Michael Jordan of the challenge, right? He's I wanted to be the Michael Phelps of reality TV, like <laughs> win Survivor, Survivor, Big Brother, and um, Amazing Race. I wanted to win all three, mm. and then then I'd become known as like the Michael Phelps of reality competitions. That's your butterfly, able... your freestyle, right? Exactly, and yeah. then I go on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, you know. That's that's your version of the EGOT. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I love that for you. You could still do it. Yeah. You've done Revenge Body. You've won that. I have done Revenge Body. I have done Also, that. we're avoiding talking about this reunion because it was so boring. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing about Garcelle with Brenna, basically Garcelle was like, I have no comments about like the comments that Amelia said or, you know, Teddy being like, you know, you should have you should have had that as a private conversation instead of bringing it up. Um you know, but we need just, drama. If she feels that way, then she should say it in front of the camera, even if she's wrong. That's the point yeah. of this show. Yeah, I mean, whatever. And Teddy, I you know, I used to be like, I love Teddy's um, message because of her past with her eating disorder um, and the way that she's like, you know, developed this new company to you know to help other women you know who are trying to like do a healthy way to like you know regain like confidence in their body that she had this accountability coaching well just to let you know it was revealed today that basically it's that she's like, a fraud she's, she's a fraud knew it um, i was going to say what gives her credibility as an accountability coach does she have a degree in psychology does she have any background in fitness training people spend years of their life, Eddie, correct me if I'm wrong. No. But years, years. of their life learning, training mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on how to help other people with their psyche, with their mental and um, physical health, with their nutrition. Did she study nutrition? There are major nutrition programs at universities. Yes. I know this yes. because CSUN is like one of the top uh, yes. nutrition programs in the country like, and it's in our backyard basically exactly like there, you have like well here's the thing it's not just that she's like telling people like wrong things it's she's like bullying people into being like i hate to say like bullying people into eating disorders is what i'm going oh, to say gosh. um it, it seems aggressive it's about calorie counting and not eating and overworking and doing cardio and people are getting sick um, and there was, you know, some like, because she has involved. no background in exactly. this field. She's um, just a celebrity who tried to exploit her fame into a career. She's an opportunist. She's a total fraud. This was always a cynical ploy. She had yeah. no good intentions with this. And it just makes me really upset, though, because like 
she preaches all these things and then she's out here basically like pushing eating disorders and calorie counting like one of the things so what happened it's just all blowing up and like it's all going over on the internet there's a bunch of people talking about it you know the bravo influencers i'm gonna say um are hot on this case so if you guys want to figure out more of that follow you know or follow along with the story it's blowing up everywhere now um but it's you know it's just disappointing to see her push this behavior that we know is super unhealthy and not great like one of the one of the main things one of the first things i learned on revenge body was um you not eating is basically you making your body eat itself which is going to do more damage than anything like it's not going to be helpful to just cut the calories and like barely eat like i was reading somewhere um like toddlers are eating you know have to eat like i think like at least like 700 to 1000 calories and people are eating that a uh, grown people are eating that every day like that's so unhealthy you know what i mean like it's also not sustainable and not yet yeah, long term trust yeah it's very hard to do so it's like i it's just it's just disgusting um please eat if you guys are trying to be healthy and you know lose weight do it in a very healthy way like you you can't lose 10 pounds in a week like that's never going to happen do it in a moderate way do it healthy, make sure you eat whole, good, real foods, nothing processed, and just, you know, move your body, get yourself going, do the most that you can. Don't listen to Teddy Mellencamp telling you to eat, not eat tricky slices or carbs and to do extra cardio. Like, don't kill yourself for your weight. You're beautiful the way you are. Listen to your body, fuel your body, feel good. Yeah, and you're not going to feel good when you're nutrient deficient. Yeah. Her whole concept of feeling good is based on vanity. Look at how thin you are. Uh, yeah, so you're going to feel was good. The problem. I knew this it's, though. We all saw this coming. This is so unsurprising. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. So, and by the way, toddlers need a thousand to fourteen hundred calories wow. a day. So, if you're eating less than a thousand calories, like I was, like it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Yeah. Um, be healthy. Be safe. Do yeah. your best. Um, don't listen to Teddy Mellencamp. We are anti Teddy Mellencamp now on this podcast. Yeah. Very so much. So, yeah. um, listen why? to someone with a, uh, uh, background in nutrition and yeah, physical to, and mental listen health. To your, yeah. Listen to re- registered dietitians. Listen to mm-hmm. your doctor. Listen to your body, your own body. Like that's the biggest telltale sign. If you're hungry, eat, eat something. You may um, look good in the mirror, but you're not going to feel good inside. And also the mirror is deceptive. I have body dysmorphia. What I see in the mirror is not what other people see. Don't, don't trust what the mirror says. Trust how you feel. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. And throw away the scale if you need to. I haven't used a scale in like a a couple months now that I think about it. That's huge. Yeah. Which is a huge thing. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, from someone who used to weigh themselves at least minimum four times a day. Um, which is a no, no. Yeah. Which was also crazy. Um, so if you need help, get real help. Don't do all in by Teddy Mellencamp. Um, moral of the story. Okay. Denise versus Andy. Let's finish it off. Let's, it's really quick. Basically, Denise is trying to discredit the whole Brandy conversation because she's like, Brandy's not a part of the show. She's not part of this cast. This shouldn't be happening. I don't understand why this is being brought to the forefront to which Andy basically says, well, you know, it is part of the show and Brandy is, this is going to be a storyline because once she said the thing she did at the baby shower where she basically said, you know, we did it all. They realized that this had to be a full out, you know, scene storyline, which makes me think by the way, that the scene where Brandy is first telling 
um, where Brandy's like in the car and comes in with um, Kim to talk and get him gets invited to the baby shower right then and there. Right. I think that was I think that it was actually filmed after. I'm gonna be 100 percent real. I set think that was stage. to set the stage because I feel like Kim just brought Brandy to the baby shower and I feel like it was kind of an ambush and like that was I feel like something I don't know I feel like that scene is fake. But that's just me. But no, that, that makes regardless. sense, Eddie. That's a good point. The the information must must have come to them a different way. And you're yes. right. They must have filmed it after the fact to make the narrative look cohesive. Because of because yeah, because Although the didn't they, they say But they keep referencing that Yeah, they keep referencing that conversation. And they yeah, but the my my issue is then why why did they film all of that if they weren't going to mm. make it a thing? I don't know. It just seems if Andy says like the reason that they kept with storyline was because of what was filmed, I think I don't know. But regardless, Denise is wrong. Um, you know what I thought and- was interesting um, when Andy said the reason why Brandy isn't here is because she left it all out there on the table on the show, like everything we filmed for the season, like that told the whole story. So like we didn't need her to come to the reunion because she said everything she could already say. Yeah. That was a cop-out, I feel like, because there's always a little bit more exposition to be had on the reunion. At least yeah. I feel like. But it was it was because of Denise. Denise must have threatened to not show up. Yeah. If Brandy was going to be there too. Well, and then there's also the cease and desist that we keep forgetting as well. That's, I think, also right. a, big, a big factor of everything as well. Um, but... I mean, the whole thing is like, honestly, if this is what we were going to get from Denise for the next, I don't know, next season, if she was going to be on, like, I'm glad she's leaving because I don't, I'm not enjoying this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not having a good time watching her be this, like, like, I, you know, just she doesn't like want to engage with it. She does. Yeah. She's not participating. Yeah. It's, it's disappointing, but I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see because if there's anything going to happen in this third part of the reunion, I'm praying because. I'm so bored. Nothing's I'm going so to bored. happen. It's BH. Nothing ever happens, Eddie. I tell you this. It, I know. This show died with the Munchausens. I know. The Munchausens killed Beverly Hills. Renna, so Renna killed Beverly Hills? I, I they all, Renna. this cast did because I mean, they I'm all really fed into Renna it. I right now, but I'll yeah. always have a soft spot for her. You know I do. I, I think until you get rid of everyone associated with Munchausens, this show can't move on. So you got to get rid of Kyle. You got to get rid we gotta of get Rena. We got to get a clean slate. Yeah. Dorita let's rebrand this cast. Exactly. Put Sutton in there. I liked Sutton. Sure. Sutton, Garcelle, Dorit, build off of them. Add four new cast members around that trio. Yeah. How about 100%. that? Sounds good. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Kyle and Erica and Rena, they're too scared. They don't want to, they don't want to engage Everyone's either. Let's be honest. scared. No one wants to engage. Everyone's scared. It's Beverly Hills. Everyone. Yeah. Annoying. Whatever. Well, let's hope the third part brings us something because there's nothing. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see. But I think we mentioned it all for this Beverly Hills reunion. Long story short, do not listen to Teddy Mellencamp. Um, that's all I have to say. Um, make sure you guys are subscribed because we are going to be recapping everything from Beverly Hills to New York to Potomac to the upcoming Salt Lake City and OC. So subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. 
Also, if you like us, let us have a little bit of review. Give us five (laughs) stars. Let us know that you like us. Share it with your friends. You know, it's more fun when you can listen and then you're like, hey, did you catch the latest episode of Hot and Bravo with your buds? And then you guys can just chat and laugh about it or take a drive and listen to it, you know, and then call your, call your mom up and say, Hey, did you listen to the latest episode of hot and Robin? She's like, what's that? And you're like, Oh my God, mom, you totally should be listening. That's what I do. I call my mom and say, Hey mom, you listen to the latest episode of hot and Robin? My mom, that's what I do. And she always is like, yeah. And then she always gives me um, pointers and tips and things I need to change and things that I was wrong about. So, you know, (laughs) shout out to mama Estrada. She's very supportive, but you know, sometimes she's like, you know, you should change this, but Mostly about how I talk about myself, which is too much. I talk about myself a lot. Um, but that's the mi- biggest complaint from everyone. Okay, enough about me. <laughs> you guys want to follow um, us on social media. We're on social media too, Twitter and Instagram, um, at Hot and Bravo. I'm this is the best outro ever. To you. Um, yeah, um, I'm not even going to give my social media today because... Wow, that's a first. Okay, uh, I want to plug something. Okay. Uh, you could follow Eddie Estrada at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram least, and Twitter. Know, hey, thank you so much for the support. At least I didn't make it about myself. I'm you pretty sure he's me. on TikTok. I'm pretty sure he's on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure he's on Facebook. So find him. Uh, add oh my God, him. I'm, I'm dead because everything, anything and everything is at Eddie underscore Estrada. Because that's, you're easy I to find, baby. Sl- slide Uh-oh. in the DMs. Please don't. Yeah, you know you want it. (laughs) All right, guys, we're done.